the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, good afternoon. Thanks for coming along today. Another gorgeous day here in the city of Pittsburgh. Happy that you're with us. Uh, yesterday was kind of a funky day. It was a sort of typical Pittsburgh day. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it feels as though we're sort of back in the pink again, mm-hmm. which is unusual here for the city, don't you think? Nice and windy, John, for mm-hmm. today. Lovely. Um, I stopped to get put gas in my car, and I about blew over right oh. there in Oakland. Oh, hey, speaking of you and your car, uh, took you a while to get here. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. There was a car fire. Uh, right off of the Parkway or prior, if you're if you're outbound, prior to the Parkway Center exit, apparently. Mm-hmm. But I was listening to a podcast, uh, so I was sitting in you know the bathtub region of the Parkway, uh, coming I know it well, f- yeah, coming from Oakland, yeah, uh, which I left at one ten this afternoon. Um, because I had some things I needed to do at work, so I wanted to get here early. Yep. Uh, not only did I not get here early, I got here late because right. it took me – I got here at, I don't know, quarter to three. So an hour and a half to get from Oakland to here Parkway Center. I had to finally – I just t- finally turned on the radio after I'd been sitting there for 20 minutes. Sure, what's going on? I thought, what's going on? Heard about the car fire. Then I got in the right lane to go ac- across the Fort Duquesne Bridge to get over to the North Shore so that I could go around and then go ag- the again across the West End Bridge to try uh-huh. to get here. So for all, I'm sure there are a ton of people who were stuck in the same thing today. <laughs> oh, so boy. we can uh, sympathize with one another. Is that cre- and I was in, and I had this nice lunch that I was going to eat here. Sure. And I was in such a bad mood when I got here. I just put it in the refrigerator and saved it for dinner. <laughs> all right. I was just so hacked off. Yeah. For goodness sake. What the heck. I mean, I remember uh, coming in, I was thinking about this the other day, sitting in traffic. Remember the uh, one time I came out here in the winter time? it took me more than four hours to get here. We were, bu- yes, right. I remember that day. I, yeah. I was funny, you should bring up the West End Bridge. I was sitting on the West End Bridge uh-huh. while we were talking on the phone. Right. We'd been in the car for hours. Hours. And you know what I did for four hours? I you watched, watched Netflix. a movie. Right, I remember that. I watched that. two movies and felt pretty good about it. <laughs> <laughs> so you could have done Why that. Why were we sitting in the car for that long? It was winter time. Something I don't know what was going on, but I just remember it took forever. Yeah, to it get, really like, did. Forever, take forever to get here. That's really funny. Yeah, but poor, that pity that poor person. Their car was on fire. Pity the fool. Oh my gosh. Coming up on today's program, um, for those of you who are struggling with chronic pain, or you have a loved one who is, mm-hmm. uh, we're going to talk about that issue during the five o'clock hour, um, and we have a guest who's joined us to talk about other things. We just found out that she also. Uh, struggles with chronic pains. So she's going to come on and talk about that, not just what her life is like, but what the church could do to better serve those who do live with chronic pain. So we're looking forward to that. Also, uh, the transfiguration of Christ, mm. uh, a topic for today's show in the four o'clock hour. Father Tom Soroka will be joining us. We touched on that topic last week because this is the time of year that the Orthodox Church focuses on that. Right. I find it to be a really fascinating part of the Gospels. 
As a Presbyterian, this is something that you had well, no connection I, with. I, well, I mean, we certainly didn't s- celebrate it or remember it regularly. And I, don't, I still, to this day, don't think I've ever heard a sermon preached on the Transfiguration. Right. All right. Well, but you'll hear something about yeah, that today. Yeah, I think that's going to be really interesting. Excellent. Very good. Um, plus, um, well, there's several other things, but I don't want to Well, your nemesis away. is joining us. My nemesis? Patrick O'Brien. Pat O'Brien will be here. Mm-hmm. I have... He, uh, the cow king. Yeah. He always is. Uh, I do the um, the cow milking contest once a year at the Spring House, and Pat O'Brien has been my opponent for... Oh, easily a decade or more. Probably. Mm-hmm. Probably. And he wins every single year. Yeah, he does. God bless him. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he's going to be here in the studio to I talk about what's something mm-hmm. really cool going on in Washington. He must County. have smooth hands. He's just... He's he's one of those Renaissance men who's good at most things. Mm-hmm. But you would imagine if you're milking a cow, you know... Okay, by your hands. So he's, he, he, yes, he's very good at milking cows. Mm-hmm. He's a sheep farmer and he's also an Banker. executive vice president at Dollar Bank. That is a Renaissance man, is it not? Mm-hmm. Yes, he probably good. paints in his free time. <laughs> yeah, right. He plays the ukulele well or something. <laughs> or the banjo. Yeah, or maybe something the trombone. Yeah. All right, there's that. Uh, how about the news today? It's a, a big news day. It is. It there's, there seems to be a lot going on as All there right. is every day. Then without further ado, Kath, as you do at the top of the four o'clock hour, please give us the top four at four. For Tuesday, August 8th, 2023, number one, the U.S. Embassy in Haiti closed down today due to gunfire nearby after months and months of violence at the hands of gangs. It finally drove thousands of Haitians into the streets today to demand security. John, did you see any of these pictures? Mm, I sure did. The embassy was shuttered a day after several thousand people marched through Haiti's capital, demanding protection from the violent gangs which have pillaged neighborhoods across the capital city and beyond for months. These poor people, I don't know how many times I have to say that when talking about Haiti, whether we're talking about weather or we're talking about food insecurity oh or we're talking, I mean, this violence, it just, uh, a person by the name of Wileen Joseph was quoted in CBS News today. This is what she said. She's 36 years old, John, mother of two. Yeah. She said, I can't work. I can't go out. I'm like a prisoner in my own house. I worry about my kids being shot because bullets are flying from all directions all the time. This situation is unacceptable. Those poor people. It's just. Can I, you imagine? It's horrible. Since the assassination of the president uh, of Haiti in 2021, gangs have seized control of up to 80 percent of Port-au-Prince. Yeah. January to March, more than 1,600 people reported killed, injured, or kidnapped. Haiti. It just always I, feels I cursed. Don't, I, 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 uh, it's just Doesn't really it? sad. In late July, Kenya offered to lead a multinational police force, but the UN Security Council, John, has yet to vote on a resolution. Oh, my gosh. Number two, the fourth criminal case involving former President Donald Trump likely to come to a head next week with the district attorney in Atlanta expected to take the findings from her election interference investigation to a grand jury. Oh. According to today's New York Times, this Georgia investigation, and it's hard to believe, but apparently it'll be the most expansive legal challenge yet to the efforts that uh, Mr. Trump and his advisors undertook to keep him in power after he lost the 2020 election. Nearly 20 people are known to have been told they could face charges as a result of this investigation. Number three, I've got a weird animal story for you. Tell me, please. Coming in at number three today, Mm -hmm. a 65-year-old New York City woman, and I mean New York City, not the state, she's in serious but stable condition after she was bitten by a shark at Rockaway Beach in Queens. I've been to that beach. What? Happily, I'm. she's expected to recover. But the woman was, guess what she was doing? 
She was standing in the water at uh, Beach and 59th last evening when she suffered a severe laceration to the back of her left thigh, collapsed in the water, and lifeguards had to rescue her and apply a tourniquet. Oh, my goodness. Following the attack, of course, everyone was cleared from the water. Police used a helicopter to survey the area, but no sharks were spotted. The last known shark attack in New York City was in 1958. Holy smokes. That is so scary. Can you believe? So no. she's just standing there. It's not like she's out like right. 50 feet from shore. I just like spent a doing week a up thing. to my neck. Anyway, Rockaway Beach closed all day as a safety precaution. Yeah, of course it did. And number four, it is International Cat Day. So oh. I say to you, John, and your two felines. Yes. Happy International Cat Day. Happy and cats. to all of you out there, this is mine too to as well. And yeah. that's the top four at four. Do you think the cats care? I think the cats are very interested in International Cat Day. Mm-hmm. Yep. Really? Uh, it says a feline companion, according to medical researchers, can boost your health. They ease stress may reduce the risk of cardiovascular disease and help you after a hard day at work. <laughs> of course they do, yeah. Mm-hmm. I love a cat. Your two cats' names are? Uh, Cassini and Ricky. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My two cats are Burton Guster and Princess mm-hmm. Charlotte. Uh, Gary, your two cats are? Uh, you've got uh, cats at the uh, the household there, do you not? Mm-hmm. I I don't have any cats. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't have a dog either right now. Oh, That's don't sad. you hate that? You miss yes, your dog. I do. Because you want to take a dog walk. It's a, it's a double-edged sword. It is. It is, right? It is. Because you don't it's have to worry. It's an awful about... lot of responsibility. Oh, man, yep. is it ever. I've been thinking about a dog, but then I think, oh, I'm so comfortable inside. I don't have to go yeah. for a walk. Yeah. And when it's five below exactly, outside, you've right. got to go out there in it. Yep. In your little bag of poo. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's go back to talking about cats. Okay, thank you. Okay. Anyway, we'll be right back. We need to take a break. When we return, uh, we're going to talk about the transfiguration of Christ. Excellent. Listening to Pittsburgh's Christian Talk, it's 101.5 Word FM, W-O-R-D. W-O-R-D. We're Ann and Dave Wilson. You know, marriage and parenting are not easy. And we're certainly not marriage experts or perfect parents, but we've learned a few lessons over 41 years of marriage and three sons, and we want to pass those along to you, and we'll also be joined by special guests. So join us here each weekday for Family Life Today, as together we pursue the relationships that matter most. Family Life Today, tomorrow morning at 9 on 101.5 Word FM, WORD. The recent bank failures are serving as a warning about how fragile our banking system really is. As millions of Americans panic, do you know what central banks are doing? Well, they're actually buying up gold at record levels. They're relying on it as a safe haven during these difficult times. That's how confident they are in the dollar. Hi, I'm Lance Wallnow, Christian author and evangelical leader to millions of people just like you. We're all Americans who want to protect our family's savings no matter what. I tell people the best option is to diversify their 401k or IRA into physical gold or silver with the help of Birch Gold Group. To see how it works, just text the word FAITH to the number 989898 to get a free information kit on gold IRAs. Look, there's no strings attached. It's not going to hurt you to take action now. So take the first step today and educate yourself. Get your free info kit when you text FAITH to 989898 right now. And I pray you and your family are greatly blessed. 
To serve as a ruling elder is a high and holy office. RPTS now offers five flexible online courses to help you shepherd the Church of God. The Ruling Elders Program features courses on biblical counseling, interpretation, worship, the church, care and administration, plus preaching at elective options that best fit your ministry paradigm. No papers, no exams, just solid biblical teaching from experienced pastor professors. Individual and group rates available. RPTS, study under pastors. Learn more at rpts.edu. People always ask me, why should I call Mr. Ruder Plumbing? Here's why. Our owner, Bob Bill, learned plumbing from his father who started plumbing in 1964. His father taught him to do it right the first time, and that's what Bob passed on to all of our plumbing technicians today. If you need a plumber, call Mr. Ruder. Always available for big and small jobs. Plus, mention you heard this ad on Word FM and receive 10% off your next service with us. Call 412-ROOTER2 today. As a local business owner, you get called every week by marketing companies. We get it. We have hundreds of satisfied customers. Here's what a satisfied client recently said. Open enrollment is going great. We're hitting record numbers. Thank you so much for this report. It really is amazing to see how the marketing is really shaping our enrollment around the city. Learn more at surroundpittsburgh.com. Surroundpittsburgh.com. Connecting you with new customers. SurroundPittsburgh.com. Tom Soroka joins us. He's a regular guest of our show. Father Tom is a pastor of St. Nicholas Orthodox Church, McKees Rocks. Tom, always a pleasure to have you with us. How are you, friend? Hi, guys. Doing great. Yeah, it's beautiful weather today. It sure Summer. is. Very nice. Tom, I said before you came on the show that I don't think I've ever heard a sermon preached on the Transfiguration. It's one of the most fascinating parts of the Gospels to me. Uh, for people who aren't familiar with the term Transfiguration, uh, talk about what it refers to and um, what the event means. So the Transfiguration is the story of Jesus go up, going up on the mountain with Peter, James, and John. Now it's it's in Matthew 17. But it's also in Mark and Luke, so it's in all three synoptics. And essentially what happens is uh, Jesus, that's where this word transfiguration uh, comes from. He literally shows forth light from himself. It says his face shone like the sun. And it says, which is the most fascinating part, his clothes became as white as the light, and then Moses and Elijah appear with Jesus speaking with him. So in a nutshell, that's really what the transfiguration is. But if you don't mind, I kind of want to put a little context into Mm -hmm. this. Yeah, go for it. So here's what this kind of blew my mind, because I, I never really noticed this before. But if you look at all three synoptic gospels, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, the exact pattern happens uh, in each one of the gospels. There are four uh, things that happen. So if you want the context of sort of why this transfiguration happens, it starts in Matthew, at least in Matthew chapter 16. And in Mark and Luke, it's, it's chapter 8. So the first thing that happens is uh, Jesus asks his disciples, who do men say that I am? And they say, oh, some say you're Elijah. Some say you're a prophet. And then he says, who do you say that I am? And Peter answers him. 
uh, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. And then Jesus says, you know, flesh and blood hasn't revealed this to you. My father in heaven has revealed this to you. Uh, on this rock, I will build my church. That is the rock of this confession, this this faith that he uh, proclaims. And he says, I'll give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And then the next thing happens, and this happens in each one of the gospels before the transfiguration. Jesus says to his disciples that the son of man is going to be delivered into the hands of lawless men. And he's going to be uh, crucified. He's going to be killed. And he's going to be raised on the third day. And Peter says, no way that's going to happen. I'm never going to let this happen. And Jesus says, and it's recorded in each one of the Gospels, he says, get behind me, Satan. You are an offense to me. You are not mindful of the things of God, but of the things of men. And then Jesus says, if you want to follow after me, if you want to be one of my disciples, you have to take up your cross and follow me. And then he says, there are some standing here who will not taste death till they see the son of man coming in his kingdom. And that's a very uh, enigmatic phrase. So all four of these things happen in each one of the gospels in that order, right before the transfiguration, Peter confesses Jesus as the Christ. Uh, Jesus says he's going to die. Peter says, no way. Jesus calls him Satan. He says, you have to take up your cross and follow me if you want to be my disciples. And there are some standing here who will not taste death till they see the Son of Man coming in his kingdom. And then, six days later, Jesus takes not all the disciples, but the some, Peter, James, and John. They go up to the mountain, and he's transfigured. That is, they see the Son of Man coming mm -hmm. or surrounded in his kingdom with Moses and Elijah. And Moses and Elijah... Uh, there's there's actually some, you know, there's a lot of layers, just like the scriptures are always like that. But Moses is the law. Elijah's the prophets. Moses is the dead because he died. Elijah is the living because he never died. He went up into a fiery chariot in heaven. And so there's a lot mm. going on there. Uh, and But it's not just the transfiguration. It's all of this to say, this is what is coming. This is who I am. And don't be worried that I'm going to be crucified. Look here. I am God incarnate. This is well, the high point. This has to be the absolute high point of the gospel. Isn't it, Tom? I, I would say it is a high point because he tells them, don't tell anybody. You know, that's the one thing, because Peter says, this is amazing. He says, let's just make three tabernacles, right? Let's make three booths, one for you, one for Moses, one Elijah, and we'll just stay here all the time. And Jesus says, don't tell anybody until I'm risen from the dead. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so they have to keep this secret, right? And there, there's something about this, and that is... People will not understand this context until Jesus rises from the dead in his new resurrected body, right? It's him, but then you have all of this uh, in the, the resurrection narratives. Mary doesn't recognize him. She thinks it's the gardener. 
the the two on the road to Emmaus. They don't recognize him until he breaks the bread. So there's there's something really amazing going on here. And what he was trying to do, because Peter was freaking out, he was saying, look, what I'm telling you is true and it's going to be okay. I am God. And here is proof of that. I'm going to show you just a little bit of my light. And here's the other thing uh, about this. You know, you talk about it as like a high point. This isn't just about Jesus. In, in, in our Orthodox understanding, if you go to Revelation 20, Revelation 21, this is what's crazy about all of this. And by crazy, I mean like mind-blowing. Yeah. The, in, in Revelation, it says that the people of God, the people who are written in the Lamb's Book of Life, will shine with the light of God. Go look it up. They will shine with the light of God. And so essentially what Jesus is showing is this is going to be the gift for everyone. Uh, in, in orthodoxy, theologically, this isn't a, a, a term that is specifically in the scriptures, but it, we call this uh, theosis. And I'm mm-hmm. sure you've heard Frederica Matthews Green mm-hmm. talk about it on your program before. Yeah. But it's this idea of being united with God you know, of being imbued with God. And it's very, very important. Now, Jesus is God, right? Like, we'll never be God. But God shares himself with us through these energies, and he allows us to partake of them. And there are even people in this world who have experienced and seen this light of Christ, uh, because of their holiness. I, I want to say one more thing just about this this idea. This is a little trivia uh, question. So what is the commonality between Jesus, Moses, and Elijah in the Bible? And the answer is they are the only three people in the Bible that fasted for 40 days. Really? Yes. Jesus, Moses, and Elijah are the only three people that fasted for 40 days. And essentially, you know, what is being shown is the kingdom of God is uh, is given to us now by the Holy Spirit, but we have to be, like, purified, you know? We have to be clean. We have to be clean vessels. And so there's always the struggle. St. Paul talks about it like, you know, I don't do what I want to do, and I want to do what I don't yeah. want to do, right. you know. And and there, this struggle is very real for us. But if we can, you know, allow our souls to be the master of our lives mm-hmm. instead of our bodies, yeah. instead of our bodily appetites, then we can experience the kingdom of God by the power of the Holy Spirit right here, right now. St. Paul says that we foretaste the kingdom of God. Uh, it is the, he is, excuse me, the guarantee of our inheritance, the guarantee, like the down payment. So the Holy Spirit is that that light in us that allows us to be holy, allows us to partake of God. And, uh, you know, it's the down payment of what is so amazing to come, stuff that we can't even imagine right now. 
Father Tom Soroka is with us, pastor of St. Nicholas Orthodox Church in McKees Rocks. Tom, only a couple minutes left, um, but when I hear, read, think about the transfiguration, the first thing that comes to my mind is that it's a time travel story. Right. Um, it's and, otherworldly. Yeah, it's otherworldly. It reminds me of when Jesus appears to Paul on the road to Damascus. Like there's, It reminds me of... Uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the fiery mm-hmm. furnace. Like there, there, mm-hmm. there's something outside of time and reality happening. And what's right. what's cool about that, uh, about all of those cases, is that it's at, there. Those people were in time, and then they were out of their own time. In in you know what I mean? There was no. They weren't held to their own time period. But then came back to television, right? Right. Yeah, I, I agree with you 100%. And it's it, there are, you know, there are very, we don't know. The scriptures don't tell us. Like it says that they were talking with Jesus about, you know, his crucifixion and resurrection, right? Like mm-hmm. they're, they're talking to him about this. But, you know, there's also a speculation about this idea of time, which is really the mo- mind-blowing part as if somehow Jesus kind of, you know, opened up the 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 yeah. the material right. of the time space continuum, yes. yeah. and he yeah, says, yeah. "Look here." Yeah. So, so one speculation, and again, it's not meant to be uh, scriptural. It's not, you know, we we just don't know. One speculation is that when you see Jesus talking to Moses, it's actually when. Uh, God appears to Moses and, and is giving him the law, what? right? And when you see Elijah, it's like God is giving him the prophecies that he gives, he's giving to him. And I mean, we, we don't know that for sure, right? But but it's it, it's so unbelievable that we 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 can't even understand this whole thing about time and dimension. Because God transcends all of that. Hmm. So the, the, the possibilities of what really is going on there are, are astounding. The ultimate through a glass That's darkly. incredible. I never mm-hmm. thought of that. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So, Tom, um, I get last question, but you have to answer it fast. If we meditate on the transfiguration uh, in a more devotional sense, where do we go? Uh, we thank God for being the light of the world, as it says in John. And we also uh, thank him for allowing us to participate in that light and become holy in the way in which only he can share with us. Amen. Tom, it's fabulous. Thank you so much. I mean, this is such incredible news. Uh, It's amazing that we don't soak in this deeper, longer throughout Mm -hmm. the year. It really is. It's great stuff. It sure is. Tom, always a pleasure. Hey, Take a second. Uh, talk to us about your church. Uh, we'd love for you to come and visit anytime. Uh, OrthodoxPittsburgh.org. It's St. Nicholas Orthodox Church. And we have our main service, Divine Liturgy, on Sunday mornings, uh, Saturday evenings, Tuesday and Thursday, Wednesday night. We have Bible study. So come tomorrow and learn with us and grow with us. We would love to get to know you. Fabulous. Friend, thank you so much, Father Tom. Thanks, guys. Have a great great rest of the summer. You as well. Father Tom Soroka, St. Nicholas Orthodox Church in McKees Rocks. Take a quick break and come back and talk about a new app 
We'll let you talk about Jesus. This is Kathy Emmons. John and I are grateful for the encouragement we have from all of our advertisers and especially our friends at Grove City College. Thanks to everyone at Grove City for supporting the ride home. Want to hold a piece of biblical history in your hand? You can. Aboard the Word FM Faith and Family Dinner Cruise, August 18th. Sponsored by Cybercoins.net. As you enjoy the evening with your family and friends, don't miss the chance to see and hold a piece of 2,000-year-old history. Explore coins minted during the lifetime of Christ and beyond. Available to own at surprisingly affordable prices. Cybercoins.net. Proud sponsor of the Word FM Faith and Family Dinner Cruise, August 18th. The recent bank failures are serving as a warning about how fragile our banking system really is. As millions of Americans panic, do you know what central banks are doing? Well, they're actually buying up gold at record levels. They're relying on it as a safe haven during these difficult times. That's how confident they are in the dollar. Hi, I'm Lance Wall now, Christian author and evangelical leader to millions of people just like you. We're all Americans who want to protect our family's savings no matter what. I tell people the best option is to diversify their 401k or IRA into physical gold or silver with the help of Birch Gold Group. To see how it works, just text the word FAITH to the number 989898 to get a free information kit on gold IRAs. Look, there's no strings attached. It's not going to hurt you to take action now. So take the first step today and educate yourself. Get your free info kit when you text FAITH to 989898 right now. And I pray you and your family are greatly blessed. Word FM presents the Summer Love and Sweepstakes, sponsored by Bachman Roofing and Solar. Enter now for your chance to win the perfect date night for two. August 18th, our grand prize couple will be swept away on our Gateway Clipper dinner cruise, followed by a romantic night stay at the mansions on 5th. Grand prize to be awarded August 11th, followed by three more weekly dinner for two giveaways during August. The Summer Love and Sweepstakes, sponsored by Bachman Roofing and Solar, creating lasting relationships with customers for over 50 years. Enter now at wordfm.com. Roofing, siding, or remodeling? 724 New Roof. Listen on your smart speaker at wordfm.com, the Word FM app, iHeart, tune in, and on Odyssey. In your car or at home, too, at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. Studies show decades of increased taxpayer spending per student has failed to improve educational performance. Can't we do better? Pittsburgh's Christian schools say we can. If you're looking for a safe environment for kids to learn, challenge, and grow, where character matters and academic excellence is served by highly qualified teachers who partner with parents, consider Christian education. Right now, local Christian schools are offering half-price tuitions for first-time enrollees while they last at wordfm.com slash tuitions. see clear to partly cloudy skies for tonight expect a nighttime low of 61 sunshine and patchy clouds tomorrow with a thunder shower in spots in the afternoon tomorrow will reach a high of 81 becoming cloudy tomorrow night with a low of 65 mostly cloudy thursday and humid with a couple of showers and a thunderstorm will reach a high thursday of 77 with your accuweather forecast i'm drew shannon We've been talking about this off and on now for a few months, but here is the um, the tip of the iceberg. According to Religion News Service, a new AI app lets users, quote, text with Jesus and other biblical figures. You can download the app now on the Apple Store. 
Um, launched in July. Uh, it is called Text with Jesus. Mm-hmm. Okay, straightforward. Launched uh, last month. Text with Jesus is the latest creation from Cat Loaf Software, an app development company in Los Angeles. The app replicates an instant messaging platform with biblical figures impersonated by the artificial intelligence program ChatGPT. Characters available on the app include the Holy Family, the Apostles, the Prophets, Ruth, Job, and Abraham's uh, nephew, Lot. Quote, we stir the AI and tell it, you are Jesus, or you are Moses, or whoever, and knowing what you already have in your database, you respond to the questions based on their characters, says Stephen Peter, the app's developer. Uh, instead of getting a daily Bible verse now, you get a chance through this app to chat with Jesus or anyone else in the Bible. There are a few limits, apparently, to what users can ask the app's character, whether the topic is personal relationships advice or complex theological matters. They formulate elaborate responses, incorporating at least one Bible verse. Ask how he defined a, defined a good Christian. The app's Jesus replied that such a person will, quote, Profess faith in me, but also follow my teachings and embody them in your life. And then quotes a passage in the Gospel of Matthew in which Jesus teaches the greatest commandment, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and love your neighbor as yourself. Many people in the Bible, Mary Magdalene among them, are only accessible in the app's premium version, which costs $2.99 a month. In a conversation with Magdalene, the devoted follower of Jesus mentions how having seven demons, quote, was an incredibly tormenting experience. Chat with Satan can be activated if the user chooses. The character signs all his texts with a smiling face with horns emoji. I have uh, downloaded the app and have been chatting with Jesus while you're talking. Would you like to hear what he said? (laughs) You know, I, I'm not quite sure. I, I would, all right, what's going on? First of all, Jesus looks shockingly like... Um, Barry Gibb? Yeah, very much like Barry Gibb in this uh, incarnation. He says, hey there, I'm Jesus Christ here to chat and lend a listening ear. What's on your mind? And so I said... Hello, Jesus. I'm sick of working. This is what he said. I understand that feeling, my friend. Work can sometimes be tiring and draining, but remember, work is a part of life and it can have its own rewards. In fact, in the book of Colossians, it says, whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord. When we approach our work with dedication and a positive attitude, it can bring fulfillment and purpose. However, I also encourage you to find balance in your life. Take time for rest and rejuvenation. Seek moments of joy and find ways to pursue your passions outside of work. And most importantly, remember your identity is not solely defined by what you do for a living. You are loved unconditionally by God, regardless of your occupation or achievements. So take heart and trust that God will guide you through this season of weariness. Well, that's pretty good. That's a pretty good answer. <laughs> All right. Let me say one. So then I asked, uh, are demons real? He said, yes, demons are real. In the Bible, there are numerous accounts of Jesus casting out demons. He he's talking about himself in the third person. Right. That's kind of weird. Jesus casting out demons from people who were possessed. These evil spirits are fallen angels who rebelled against God and now seek to deceive and harm humanity. However, please remember that as believers in Christ, we have the power and authority to resist the influence of these dark forces. It's important to stay rooted in faith, prayer, and the teachings of Scripture. If you ever feel oppressed or troubled by spiritual forces, seek refuge in God's presence through prayer and seek support from fellow believers or a trusted spiritual leader. 
All right. I, I mean, mean, they're pretty. I, I have to say, they're pretty substantive answers. Yeah, they are. Yeah, it's not like some cheesy thing. But that Jesus couldn't. There's no possible way he looked anything like that. Right. I but just have to say that again. He's speaking in a very biblical tone, is he not? I don't know if it's very, but it definitely. Say, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to ask him another question. All right. Okay. We'll take a quick break. We what do, do come what back. What should I ask him? Um, ask him uh, about the end of days. Okay. How right. will the earth end? Yes. Well. You gave him something kind of hard, huh? Well, it's, uh, what are we going to do? Like back off on Jesus to keep okay. it simple? All right. All right. He's thinking. All right. We'll break. Let's break. No, oh, yeah. We're about, oh, yeah, we're breaking. Okay. We're going to break. We're going to come back and we're going to talk about women of chaplaincy and pastoral care. Uh, Chaplain Marsha Washington will join us. Women chaplains. That's next here on The Ride Home. Stay with us. W-O-R-D. When God created us, he had a purpose for our lives. I'm Alan Jackson. I have the privilege of joining you each weekday to open our Bibles together. The Bible tells us that God has made us what we are. And in our union with Christ Jesus, he has created us for a life of good deeds, which he has already prepared for us to do. Join me and let's see what God has for us today. A fresh look at scripture. Weekday mornings at 930. Alan Jackson Ministries on 101.5 WORD. If you've been praying for healing, this may be your moment. Billy Burke of Billy Burke World Outreach returns to Pittsburgh August 13th and 14th. Get ready for a transformative spiritual experience like none other and witness an evening of healing and divine encounters with renowned evangelist Billy Burke at the Doubletree by Hilton in Cranberry, 7 p.m. Sunday, August 13th, 10 a.m. and 7 p.m. Monday, August 14th. Come expecting a miracle. Details at BillyBurke.org. They are our love bugs and companions. They are our pets, our family, and they make life better when we face unexpected challenges so do our pets that's why we're on a mission to support people and their pets whether donating a bag of kibble sharing an instagram post of a lost cat or welcoming a foster pet into your home every bit of kindness counts visit pets to learn how to be a helper in your community brought to you by maddie's fund the humane society of the united states and the ad council Parents, are you tired of helping put your kids' shoes on? They're squirming, watching cartoons, anything but helping. Luckily, it's Skechers to the rescue. Introducing new hands-free Skechers slip-ins. Footwear you can just get your kids to step into and their shoes are on. You don't need to bend over. You don't need to sit on the floor and try to wrangle them on. And they're available in all types of Skechers styles with and without laces. And most are machine washable. Find Skechers slip-ins for kids or mom and dad at a Skechers store, Skechers.com, or wherever stylish shoes are sold. Geneva College understands that you're passionate about your life's work. Through Geneva's graduate degree programs, you'll be equipped to fully pursue your faith life calling, excelling in your field, and moving forward for a purpose. In your studies and in your work, you'll be challenged to seek God's design in all things, integrating faith and life, aspiring, leading, and achieving your goals for all that you're created to be and do. You were made for this. Visit geneva.edu slash graduate to learn more. Word FM presents the Summer Love and Sweepstakes, sponsored by Bachman Roofing and Solar. Enter now for your chance to win the perfect date night for two. August 18th, our grand prize couple will be swept away on our Gateway Clipper dinner cruise, followed by a romantic night stay at the mansions on 5th. Grand prize to be awarded August 11th. 
followed by three more weekly Dinner for Two giveaways during August. The Summer Love and Sweepstakes, sponsored by Bachman Roofing and Solar, creating lasting relationships with customers for over 50 years. Enter now at wordfm.com. Have you ever engaged a chaplain in your life? Oh, yeah. Tell me. I mean, I had chaplains in college uh, who worked for the CCO. Mm -hmm. They worked at my church, and so they were full-time available. And I would go over there, John, with everything from, oh, my gosh, my boyfriend and I are fighting, Mm, to uh, this is what I just heard in my religious studies class, and something seems off to me. What do you think? Or uh, I am having trouble with uh, calculus. Can you help me? Interesting. Seriously, you you really? name it. The uh, chaplain I, was I there. ask them everything. I love this. Chaplain Marsha Washington is with us again. Uh, Marsha, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you. How are you both? We're good. Hey, pleasure to have you with us. Uh, talk to us about uh, you as a chaplain. Um, was I'm sure this is not something you took lightly. Uh, how did you become a chaplain? Well, uh, that's quite a story. Uh, uh, well, let's say um, it was 2009 and um, I was 50 and I was let go from my receptionist position. And so I thought, okay, what do we really want to be when we grow up? <laughs> and uh, so I had already began uh, taking some courses uh, at Geneva College in their community ministry program. Uh, I was a few courses shy of uh, earning my bachelor's degree, so that was one decision I made was to go back and do those couple of courses uh, to get my bachelor's in community ministry. But then I thought, well, what what do I do with this now? And I I just felt like I was to go on, um, and I think already at uh, that point uh, the seed had been planted about uh, chaplaincy, and um, so I went on and earned my master's um, through Loyola University, Chicago online. And after uh, getting my um, master's in pastoral studies, I did some additional uh, training and and, uh, that uh, to finally become a chaplain about several years ago. But uh, yeah, I am one of those that became a chaplain later in life. I love it. So did you feel, was that a, a matter of you felt called to it or was it just kind of the puzzle pieces came together in your life? It was something you wanted to do. And so you said, yeah, I, I think I, I want to pursue this. And is that a different kind of calling? No, I did feel called to it. Um, another turning point with um, uh, my mom had become uh, ill, actually, uh, when she became um, near end of uh, end of life. Uh, she had to, uh, she went on um, hospice and uh, she was already 98 at that time, but um, also, and I was about 48. So even there, there was a chaplain that came in and, uh, you know, he would just check in on us, see how we were doing, uh, offer to pray with us near the end of a visit. And so when I was talking about a seed being planted, it was there uh, at that point too, that I thought, Wow, I think this is something I could do because I knew I didn't want to be a pastor or a minister in the pulpit. And um, so, again, uh, with with that experience and then uh, with me already having begun the 
community ministry program, um, I, I did it at some point just felt like that's where the Lord was leading me, that um, that was something I was to do, chaplaincy. I love this. Chaplain Marsha Washington is with us. Uh, Marsha, talk to us about the women of chaplaincy and pastoral care. Um, I, I love this because this is a, a group that you're part of that really mm-hmm. iron sharpens iron, yeah? Right, right. That's correct. And uh, again, for me, once I became a chaplain, I did uh, begin to notice or realize that I wasn't running into uh, too many other women in chaplaincy. And uh, so, and it was around like with 2020 when that came about, and it was already, you know, people starting to feel isolated uh, to some degree. I, I was still working because that, that's the thing as being a chaplain, I was still actually going into uh, people's homes that would allow me to come into their home. I was still going to the hospitals to um, visit uh, people there. So, but um, I was feeling a disconnect, what I was going to say with um, running into or having interactions with other women chaplains. Mm-hmm. And so, Last year, I felt the Lord was prompting me that I could go ahead and, and start this uh, online ministry, you could say, to women in chaplaincy and pastoral care. So uh, a small number of us usually uh, meet uh, once a month online. Um, and now we're we're planning a conference that's being held in September that's also for women in chaplaincy and pastoral care or related related types of vocations, uh, grief counselors, uh, uh, bereavement counselors mm-hmm. and things like that. Yeah. So probably mm-hmm. um, based on what you've said, Marsha, what I said about my college chaplains didn't surprise you at all. No, no, it didn't. And uh, the other thing is I, I think a lot of times – when people think of chaplains, they think primarily, I believe, of either the military or you know, medical hospital and right, that right. type of thing. Yeah, but there are so many different types of chaplains. Um, one of the chaplains that meets with us when she can, she used to be a, on the Pittsburgh police force, uh, but now she volunteers as a chaplain for the Pittsburgh police. Um, there's, uh, you know, even corporate chaplains. Um, that go into businesses and companies and uh, actually provide spiritual care to uh, employees at those companies that uh, have invited them in. So there's, there's really just so many, you know, sports chaplains, so many different types. I see. So, Marcia, talk to us about the September event. People are listening right now and they go, oh, this sounds really interesting to me. I'm interested in chaplaincy. I'd like to be connected. What's the best avenue? Well, first, I would say they... Uh, should visit the website, which is pawomenchaplains.net. So again, pawomenchaplains.net. They could also email me. uh, My email address is Washington underscore MJ at yahoo.com. And uh, it's just going to be a great time, though. September 23rd is the date. Uh, It will be uh, starting at 8.30 a.m., out at the Laurelville Retreat Center in Mount Pleasant, PA, and just have some exciting speakers. Uh, Dr. Millie Johnson, she's the person I just mentioned who used to be a Pittsburgh police officer. She's mm-hmm. one of the speakers. Uh, Dr. Donna Grant Wilcox, she's coming in from Colorado, uh, who, aside from being a chaplain and counselor, she's on the Speakers Bureau of 
Project Rescue, which works to uh, rescue and recovery those who have been in um, human trafficking. And then our keynote speaker is uh, Pastor Flo Demas. And uh, Flo is probably most known for being on the Sister to Sister program uh, on Cornerstone Television. So, again, just a great lineup of speakers. There's going to be some breakout sessions uh, Donna Grant Wilcox with Project Rescue will do a breakout session. And also uh, someone I had met through LinkedIn, she has uh, a company called Sports Faith, and she uh, is going to also try to make it to come in and be one of the breakout session speakers. And I'm going to be a breakout session speaker. And I I know my topic is going to be uh, on um, coming through uh, childhood trauma. So uh, it's going to be a great time. I say to refresh and renew, but there, it may also be a time of, I believe, of, of healing, you know, uh, women being healed in certain areas of their lives so we can go out and be better chaplains for those who who uh, need us. That's coming up September 23rd. Find out more information at pawomenschaplain.net. Marsha Washington, thanks for joining us again. Good to have you. Thank you so much for having me on. A great pleasure. pawomenschaplain.net, September 23rd is the event. Sounds very, very interesting. Doing it right, roofing, siding, remodeling. The first Owens Corning MVP in Pittsburgh and one of the longest tenured platinum contractors in the Pittsburgh region. Call 724-NEW-ROOF. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, SelectQuote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, call Select Quote at 1-800-940-6161. That's 1-800-940-6161. Or go to SelectQuote.com. That's 1-800-940-6161. Select Quote. We shop. You save. Full details on example policies at SelectQuote.com slash commercials. Attention Medicaid patients. If you're on Medicaid, how would you like if your caretaker was your daughter, your son, your grandchild, or your close friend? If you're on Medicaid, Freedom Care allows you to choose who provides your care, and that caregiver will get paid instantly after their shift. Yes, your caregiver will get paid instantly, and it's 100% free to you if you are on Medicaid. Call 412-990-1365 and ask Freedom Care how to get started with care today. No more worrying about getting care from an aide at an agency. Freedom Care helps you choose who you want to take care of you, and that person gets paid. Call Freedom Care at 412-990-1365. That's 412-990-1365. To get started today, you get a caregiver you know and trust, and they get paid instantly after their shift, and it's free to you. Start now by calling 412-990-1365. That's 412-990-1365. Or go to FreedomCare.com. trip to Europe. Visit all 30 Major League Baseball stadiums. Go skydiving. Okay, so you know what you want to do in retirement, but do you know how to get there? 
Tune in to Your Retirement Blueprint with Kurt Kenotic and Ethan Lane of Accurate Solutions Group Saturdays at 10 a.m. to get answers to your retirement planning questions. Plan today so you can do the things you've always dreamt about doing in retirement. Listen every Saturday morning at 10 to Your Retirement Blueprint with Accurate Solutions Group. Investment advisory services offered through ASG Investment Management, LLC. Roofing, siding, or remodeling? Right, call, doing it right. 724 New Roof. Do angels exist? Over half of Americans say yes, study finds. Whether calling upon them for solace or divine protection, nearly 70% of U.S. adults believe in angels. 70%. That's really interesting. Yeah, it's a stat. So that's almost as many as believe in God. Yeah. It's a stat that beats out belief in the devil and even in hell. Quote, I think the people want to believe that the universe is friendly and benevolent toward them, says George Mason, 66, senior pastor emeritus at Wilshire Baptist Church in Dallas, Texas. Angels are consistent with the character of a loving God. They are present in our lives in order to communicate that, whether through messages of grace and encouragement, somehow received intuitively in human spirit or through human beings. Uh, I mean, I'm not really big on polls. Right. Well... I mean, I think they serve a function. They depending upon what, so much depending on how good of a poll it is, how the question is asked, yes, who's answering and how the rep- question, and how reputable the polling is, right? But to hear that, I mean, I would imagine that people would believe in angels more so because they're more. I'm saying this in the friendliest terms. They're more benign right. than God or Jesus, right? But the angels aren't judging you, right? I mean, people think angels are like you know the little cherubs. Right, something soft and cuddly. right. So it doesn't surprise me that that many people believe in them either. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you look at the those Raphael paintings, what's that? What is the right of afraid of? No, of course, it's all like smushy and sweet. However, and you read the story about Mary. Oh my gosh! Being addressed by the angel, and what's the first? Don't be afraid. Right, but so the angels are clearly Raphael didn't do any of us any he favors. He did not know, but an angel with a fiery sword would certainly get your attention. Any yeah. angel, I think, would yeah, get our I would attention. Think so. yeah. It's just. Not the ones in the paintings. Mm-hmm. I'm still texting with Jesus. You, you, during the commercial breaks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, tell me, tell me the latest. You're ask, asking questions. Give me a. Okay, uh, this is this is a brand new AI uh, uh, app. A new you, AI app that lets you text with Jesus. It's uh, you can download it at the App Store. It's free, but apparently you want to pay two ninety nine. Okay, for the free, I can chat with Jesus, Mary, Joseph, and Peter, and the apostles. But if I want to talk to Thomas or Judas. I'm going to have to pay. Why would There's I want to talk charge. to anybody but Jesus? I'm just saying, if you want to talk to Jonah or Elijah, Isaac, you're going to have to pay. Okay. Anyway, Adam and Eve, also available. Come on. Um, okay. So uh, we put in, I'm lonely. Mm-hmm. That's what I said to, to Jesus, Jesus on AI. Jesus said what? And this is what he said back. I'm sorry to hear you're feeling lonely. Loneliness can be a difficult and challenging emotion to face, but please remember you're never truly alone. The Bible assures us of God's constant presence and love for us. In Hebrews 13, it says, never will I leave you. Never will I forsake you. In times of loneliness, it can be helpful to reach out to others for companion. Anyway, it goes on. It's actually really good. Hmm. I mean, I was all set up to, you know, Mock it. talk about how terrible it is. Right. And I got to be honest, the answers are really good. We, How will the earth end? The Bible teaches us the earth will have an ultimate end, but the exact details of how it will happen are not explicitly outlined. In the book of Second Peter, it says, 
The day of the Lord will come like a thief. The heavens will disappear with a roar. The elements will be destroyed by fire and the earth and everything done in it will be laid bare. The passage suggests there will be a cataclysmic event involving fire that leads to the destruction of the current world. However, it's important to note that while we don't have all the specifics, we are encouraged to focus on living faithfully and being prepared for Christ's return at any time. It goes on to talk about it. It, I, I'm really, they're really, they're really substantive answers. So you're all in on AI. I'm not now. all in on no, AI. You are. This I'm is not the end all of the in. World. No, That's the end of I'm the world. not all in it on is. AI. I'm, it, it I'm is. just saying. This is where it begins. I'm. You get sucked in by Jesus' app. I'm kind of shocked. And it's all over. At how it is. We are so... Jesus looked nothing like this. He could mm, never have looked like this. The door's open. I'm showing you the picture of Jesus. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, (laughs) no, he doesn't look like Actually, he looks like my barber. Alexa to play the word Pittsburgh to hear us there. We're on your Google speaker too. Plus iHeart, TuneIn, and on Odyssey. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. Discount code ERIC. With SRN News, I'm John Scott in Tennessee. In a storm like this, part of this outage situation are impacts from storms, things that are out of our control. Uh, we just ask that our customers be patient, uh, get the crews. Time. Knoxville Utilities Board Public Information Officer Gerald Witt. Communities across the eastern U.S. clearing away down trees and power lines after severe storms killed at least two people and knocked out power to more than 1.1 million homes and businesses. Zoom became a symbol of remote work during the pandemic, but the company is now joining a growing return to office trend. Zoom asking employees who live within a 50-mile radius of its offices to work on-site at least two days a week. This is SRN News. If you're a business owner, imagine getting up to $26,000 per employee. There's still time for business owners to file for the Employee Retention Tax Credit Program. This program is for business owners who continue to pay their W-2 employees during the COVID pandemic. Many businesses qualify and simply do not know it. All business types and industries may qualify. You can claim the credit even if you received a PPP loan. This is a cash payment and not a loan and can be claimed now. The licensed CPAs and tax professionals at DH Tax and Consumer Consulting have been serving business owners across the country for over 15 years. The best part is that until you receive your cash payment, you don't pay us a dime. Our tax credit specialists are available now at 833-ERC-FILE. And your tax payment estimate is quick, easy, and free. That's 833-ERC-FILE to qualify you and your business for up to $26,000 per W-2 employee for free federal aid. Call us now at 833-ERC-FILE. That's 833-ERC-FILE. People always ask me, why should I call Mr. Rooter Plumbing? Here's why. Our owner, Bob Bill, learned plumbing from his father who started plumbing in 1964. His father taught him to do it right the first time, and that's what Bob passed on to all of our plumbing technicians today. If you need a plumber, call Mr. Rooter. Always available for big and small jobs. 
Plus, mention you heard this ad on Word FM and receive 10% off your next service with us. Call 412-ROOTER2 today. Just because time marches on doesn't mean your skin has to. Chilled to Perfection in Oakmont helps you turn back the clock with Smooth Glow, the revolutionary age-defying non-surgical solution to sagging skin, sunspots, and fine lines. You'll see immediate, long-lasting improvements in as little as one 45-minute treatment. Get the celebrity sought-after look without injectables. Defy your age at Chilled to Perfection, where your results are their business. Visit ChilledToPerfectionPGH.com. Geneva College understands that you're passionate about your life's work. Through Geneva's graduate degree programs, you'll be equipped to fully pursue your faith life calling, excelling in your field, and moving forward for a purpose. In your studies and in your work, you'll be challenged to seek God's design in all things, integrating faith and life, aspiring, leading, and achieving your goals for all that you're created to be and do. You were made for this. Visit Geneva.edu slash graduate to learn more. Reports of new state requirements for PA public school teachers have many parents concerned about racial equity learning resources in the classroom to gender and identity politics. Now may be a great time to try Christian education, a faith-focused education that believes in transparency, parents, and that values every student. Get half off a year's tuition beginning this fall at a participating school near you, like Champion Christian School in Champion, PA. Learn more at wordfm.com slash tuitions. Pittsburgh Christian Schools, education that believes in you. We'll see clear to partly cloudy skies for tonight. Expect a nighttime low of 61. Sunshine and patchy clouds tomorrow with a thunder shower in spots in the afternoon. Tomorrow will reach a high of 81. Becoming cloudy tomorrow night with a low of 65. Mostly cloudy Thursday and humid with a couple of showers and a thunderstorm will reach a high Thursday of 77. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Good afternoon to you. Greetings. Thanks for coming along. A gorgeous day here in August. And, um, Kathy, you you have a book of, of quotes, do you not? I do. Mm-hmm. And, and I... Th- Just ones that I've... Find I mean, along the way. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I saw a quote today that uh, struck me in a very particular way. I want to read this to you. And uh, this is from Eugene Peterson. Oh, yeah. The late Eugene Peterson. Uh Uh, Eugene Peterson said this. The puzzle is why so many people live so badly. Mm -hmm. Not so wickedly, but so inanely. Not so cruelly, but so stupidly. There is little to admire and less to imitate in the people who are prominent in our culture. We have celebrities, but not saints. Famous entertainers amuse a nation of bored insomniacs. Infamous criminals act out the aggressions of timid conformists. Petulant and spoiled athletes play games vicariously for lazy and apathetic spectators. People, aimless and bored, amuse themselves with trivia and trash. Neither the adventure of goodness nor the pursuit of righteousness gets headlines. If that isn't the truth... Neither the adventure of goodness nor the pursuit of righteousness gets headlines. In many ways, nor should it. Right. Best to hold them to yourself. 
But boy, that's spot on, right? Are I mean, you kidding me? That is so good. The puzzle is why so many people live so badly. I mean, all of us can raise right. our hands, yep. right? Right. Not so wickedly, but so inanely. Not so cruelly, but so stupidly. <laughs> I just really struck me. I thought, oh, yes, sign me up. That's me. Thank you, Eugene Peterson. It's funny. I was watching a commercial last night during the uh, pirate game. Yeah. Which, by the way, was great. Mm-hmm. Totally entertaining. Don't tell Eugene Peterson. I think- <laughs> okay, because he's got a word to say to you about that. I don't think it's a name. Okay. I love baseball. Seven pitchers used. Um, but a, a commercial came up. And it was, I don't know, it was a commercial for... AI Jesus. No, no. It was for meat or a beverage. It was some... Anyway, they were showing this big pool party that was going on. Mm-hmm. And as I was watching the commercial... I kind of, you know, got deep into like a meta perspective and there's nothing wrong with a pool party. I love a pool party, but I was looking at the kind of the inane nature of this commercial. And I thought on this globe, there's, there's so many of us doing so many dumb things. It's like, you think? All of a sudden I was overwhelmed by what are we doing? Mm-hmm. Like this is real. Wait, someone's selling a hot dog and you're falling into a, like, a hole of despair. I know. Right? I know. That's I the mean, problem. It's just, but, you know, it's just. I get it. Of course. I, I, get, I get what he's saying. Like, it's not that I'm upset that I'm living as a homicidal maniac, but I'm living kind of meh. Yeah. Kind of just bumping along. Right? I told you I had this, you know, sort of existential crisis lying on the beach, sitting on the beach when I thought, oh, I've got lung cancer. I'm dead, mm. right? And and then, I mean, for the first time, I think, in my life, I, I was, like, looking at myself, the good and the bad, and what I've done and failed to do, what I've left behind. You know, it's... Okay, so what was that like? Was Horrible. That, okay. It was horrible. Was it? It was self-convicting oh. of my own inanity. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, of the... Of the wreckage, right, and the thing, mostly the things that I've 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 left undone. Yes, for sure. The, the failure sure. of my inaction sure. in the okay, world. Okay, but here's the thing: that also gives away something about you, which is that the first thing you did was do something that was critical of yourself, right? I think that's common. Do you not? I do think it's common, but I think it's particularly indicative of you. Well, I, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. thanks for cheering me up. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I mean. <laughs> You can't deny it, right? No, no, not. Oh, but that's not the totality of your, the, no, it's of your not, story, but, for goodness sake. But I think anybody. If, but if, you stop there. If you forced us to deal with the reckoning of the end of your life, I think all of us are going to kind of. We're very few of us. At the end of your life, you're only going to be consumed with thoughts of what you left undone. Is that I hope true? That's, I hope that's not true. I hope true. that's not no, true. I, no, please. I mean, goodness. Because the, the blessings and the yes. grace and the beauty right. and the connectedness yes. and all those things. Of course, I love that. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, it's kind of like running into a wall. It, it, like people say, oh, old age happens so fast. I had no idea that this was going to come I remember upon Tim and Kathy Keller talking to right, us. Right. And I, I remember uh, Tim saying, I-, I thought I would feel older when I was this, was age. this age. But we don't. But, but, I'm, but he said, I really don't feel older. No, I think most of us feel like 20-something or 30-something, right? We don't feel... You don't look in the mirror and go, holy smokes. Right. I'm thinking like an old man. Okay. I I think that most of us act like... Like our our image of ourselves 
is the image we had in eighth grade. Hmm. And I think that when when we picture ourselves, we picture ourselves at 30. I remember this very clearly. I remember I was in grade school, like seventh grade, eighth grade. And the teacher said essentially this, as you are now at this age, you are essentially fully formed. And so you will be the rest of your life. And I thought my first thought was, oh, that's good because I like myself. That's awesome. That's so I thought, awesome. I thought, okay. okay. I'll be a so baseball bad. fan forever. Whatever. Not so bad, right? But I think that's true, right? You I reach mean, a plateau. Not, no, we know that that's not true because no. your brain's still developing until you're 25. Yes. So but you're it, not fully formed. But I get what she's saying. Right. I mean, how you see the world in some A ways. lot happens. I, I think our self-image is when I think of myself, I guess I do think of myself the way I was in eighth grade, which is not, no, it's not, not good. very That's good. not very healthy. That's right? not very good. But do you think of yourself as 30? Uh, I don't know what that means, right? I think of myself as me, and I still feel vital and young mm-hmm. in my thoughts and in my actions. Mm-hmm. And it's only when you're like, you know, our next guest is going to talk about chronic illness. It's only when you're sort of face-to-face with illness where you go, oh, it's come upon me. Mm-hmm. I, I did. I had no idea it was going to happen so quickly. Right. I spent Saturday with a couple of my sisters. Yeah, and you know we're telling childhood stories about ourselves, and we and all each other. Yeah, and you know we look at each other now. We're we're older people now, and but I look at her and I look at the two of them and I go, "You couple of goobers, right?" You're right. The same so you don't go- think of them in their sixties. You think of them as them, right? Irrespective of age. But don't you think that that's the way we're going to see each other? I think so. In the new heaven and new earth is we're not going to be an age. Because oftentimes, you know, I've asked myself, so when I see my mom and dad, what are they going to look like? They'll look like how you remember them. Don't you think? What? They're going to look like they were when they were 82 or they're going to look like the way they were when they were 32? I don't know. I I think it's going to be something different. I think it's not going to be either one. I think they're going to look like them. And but I you'll think, recognize and them. And I think as on them. Earth, we don't have access to who we really are. Is that the soul? And each other. Who That's we the really, beauty of the but soul. But it's also the body. Because we're going to be in... Some in, vessel. No in, no, in our body. Our body will be resurrected. That's what that's what Jesus taught us. That's what Paul teaches. It's our body. But this the, body. This one. So you think you'll see your mom and dad this way, but your aunt who grew up with your mom will see her a different way. Don't you no, think it's true? I think, well, my guess is, what do I know? We will okay. all see each other as, like, everybody will see you as you are, as the essence of you, you how you were created to be. Yeah. Because I, that's one of the interesting things about people not recognizing Jesus to me after his resurrection is that they, he, he was him. He was the same body. He showed the same scars. Yeah. Right. But there was something about him that was also unrecognizable. Mm-hmm. So what that there has to be some. So there is uh, there. There's what we know of us now. But then there's another level of us. Mm-hmm. See, C.S. Lewis talks about in uh, one of his books, The Great Divorce. He talks about seeing people in heaven and the more sanctified they are along the path. Yeah the more solid they are. Their appearance will be. Yes. So, so the, instead of a vapor. Yeah. So mm-hmm. the first, the people who are like in a purgatorial state right. are kind of, are see-through. 
onion skin. Yeah, they're see-through. So you can, so the the transparency is, and then it moves to more of an opaque thing, huh. and then people become formed, solid. I wonder. So if if you're the onion skin person, is there self knowledge there, and will you have some sort of shame about I don't that? Know. No, less than? I, I don't think. Are you less than? I don't think you'll have shame about it. Is there a sliding scale, though? I mean, the, Maybe. the more Maybe. I don't know. I don't know that. I wonder about that, A level that, of though. awareness or holiness? If, if people get different crowns in heaven, which the scriptures teach, yeah. I can't imagine it's going to be actual crowns. No, Is but- that just a level of, like, maybe that's how C.S. Lewis imagined that, is solidity. You, you're more yourself. And there's not going to be envy in that. No. Like, oh, I wish I had No, that and there's crown. not going to be shame either. Right. So you wouldn't be ashamed. It'll all be so beautiful, it won't matter. Yeah. That's so cool. All right. <laughs> Just thank you. Thank you, sir. Our fan. All right, Our fan nice. liked it. Okay. Hey, if that wasn't a pick-me-up, chronic illness is next. <laughs> it's the Tuesday edition of The Ride Home. We're just bringing it all on. Thanks for coming along. W-O-R-D. In our daily devotional, Tony Evans talks about how to become disciples of Christ who make a difference. Start your day with biblical guidance for discipleship opportunities delivered directly to your inbox with our station's daily devotional email. Tony is joined by many other ministry leaders. It's amazing how your day can be shaped when you start with God's perspective. Subscribe to any of our devotionals or newsletters at wordfm.com slash subscribe in the good old summertime in the good old summertime it may sound a little corny but it really is the good old summertime at the spring house in 84 the sun is shining the cows are out on the pasture the sweet corn is almost ready the spring house produce tables are filled with freshly picked vegetables and we're up to our elbows in ice cream And you know what? That all makes the Springhouse a very fun place to be. Why not jump in the car right now for a country drive to 84? Come for homemade lunch or supper or just to eat ice cream and enjoy sweet country air. Be sure to take home our famous chocolate milk and baked goods. Don't forget that. We're just four miles east of Washington on Route 136, and it doesn't take long to get to us. Call 228-3339 for more directions to the Spring House in 84. If you've been praying for healing, this may be your moment. Billy Burke of Billy Burke World Outreach returns to Pittsburgh August 13th and 14th. Get ready for a transformative spiritual experience like none other and witness an evening of healing and divine encounters with renowned evangelist Billy Burke at the Doubletree by Hilton and Cranberry, 7 p.m. Sunday, August 13th, 10 a.m. and 7 p.m. Monday, August 14th. Come expecting a miracle. Details at BillyBurke.org. I think we can all agree that every moment at Eden shaped us and impacted who we are right now. The faith modeled by teachers at Eden Christian Academy has a profound impact on students' lives. We carry with us more than the academics, but a strong, Christ-centered foundation. I would just like to thank my teachers, my mentors, my family members, and my friends who have done the best they could to help me in this next phase of my life. Eden Christian Academy, enrolling pre-K through 12th grade at EdenChristianAcademy.org. TV news. It's a love-hate relationship. Well, let's be honest. More hate. We agree. That's why we're different. Salem News Channel has assembled the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. 
of the Charlie Kirk, Hugh Hewitt, Eric Metaxas, and more. There's finally a place on TV for lovers of freedom like you. Watch anytime on any screen, free, 24-7. Find what you're looking for at snc.tv. That's snc.tv. Chronic illness. Now, I've been sick for a little bit. I don't think I have chronic illness, but it's given me an appreciation I for people who are ill. Yep. Right? You're dragging along here week after week after week. So what about chronic illness? How does the church serve chronic illness better? And what about those people who are suffering with chronic illness? Dina Dyer is with us. Uh, she is an, an author who lives with chronic pain and fatigue to, due to a Hashimoto and fibromyalgia. Dina, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Our pleasure. Thank you. Sure. So, uh, Dina, first off, um, let's just talk about your the different um, autoimmune diseases that have kind of piled up on top of each other, which I understand is common. Um, I have is. friends who have who have similar issues. So, talk. Uh, I guess you can start with the accident, and then talk mm-hmm. about what happened after. Right. So, in college, when I was about 22, I had a pretty severe automobile accident. Mm. And at the time, thought I was okay, but ended up having neck issues later and had to have neck surgery in my 40s. And then uh, in my late 20s, I had a really bad case of mono. And to me, I look back and those things kind of led to me having two autoimmune diseases, which is very common. And they do tend to pile up on each other. So in my late 20s, I was diagnosed with Hashimoto's, which is a hard-to-control thyroid disease. And then a few years ago, I was diagnosed with fibromyalgia, which mostly for me, it's different for everybody, but it it consists with a lot of chronic pain in my Mm. back and legs and things like that. So it has been a struggle at times. I'm doing well right now, but kind of take it day by day. Mm -hmm. So, Dina, talk about yourself. I mean psychologically this has to just weigh on you the physical thing is one thing but in your mm-hmm. mind it's got to be difficult to process and go through this because it's never ending yes that's true it's something that has been not only um physically demanding but emotionally and spiritually demanding so i have gone through periods of depression after i, I was diagnosed with fibromyalgia i really went through a grief process mm. Because I didn't want anything else, you know. Yeah. I, had, I had my why God moments and talked it out with him because I have learned to be honest. He knows what I'm thinking already. So, but yeah, it, it's definitely not just a physical issue. And I think that's what a lot of people that don't have chronic pain or chronic illness, they don't understand that it's all encompassing. It affects your marriage, it affects your relationships, it can affect your work and your finances and just every part of life. Yeah. So um, as as these um, autoimmune disorders were kind of coming at you uh, one mm-hmm. after another, and you said you you had your why God moment, was there anybody from your church family that you were able to talk to about that? Yes. You know, we have a really sweet church. It's grown over the years, but at the time I got diagnosed, it was a small church, and my um, husband noticed I was really struggling and put me in touch with a Christian counselor that actually was a member of our church. 
And she was able to help me through some some issues from childhood things that were compounding my grief and my and my anger and just kind of my illnesses. So over the years, my church has been wonderful um, and supportive. Some of them don't know that I have a lot of issues, but a lot of them do now. And so they're very sweet and tender towards me. Mm. Um, but I know not everybody is blessed in that way because a lot of Christians and a lot of churches don't talk about it much and they don't understand what we deal with. So we kind of, it's almost invisible. Right. And now uh, that's interesting. I'm sure at everybody's church, you'll see people know people with disabilities, whether people are in wheelchairs or, you know, they're using some sort of aid or whatnot, but you're talking about invisibility. So let's go there. How does the church look at and help to serve people who are suffering with chronic illness. I mean, this is, the, you obviously, Dina, are in a good church and saying that they, they mm-hmm. love you, they're sweet with you, they're they're connecting with you, but there's things that the church could do a little better from your perspective. Yes, I think overall, I think as Christians, sometimes we don't feel comfortable with loss or grief, and this is an almost an ongoing grief process. It's not something that's fixed easily. It's not something that can always be prayed away. Mm-hmm. Um, so that I think the church as a whole, we can come around people with chronic illness and sit with them in their suffering and ask them, how can I pray for you? Instead of just saying, oh, I'll pray for you or, you know, give them a hug or whatever. How can I help you? Do you need groceries this week? I'm going to the grocery store. How could I? You know, what could I bring you or provide a meal sometimes, maybe even provide financial help as a church um, for people that have very expensive treatments. I know one friend of mine, her immunotherapy costs over $100,000 a year. Wow. We know, so we know that, like... Dina, we know that friend. She's a friend of ours, too. Really? Yeah. Well, That's just an incredible figure. It is. And, you know, I think people don't really understand that but if they can start to get that in their heads you know we have funds at churches for like the hate um helping with heating bills or a cooling bills or we have for grocery money or gas money what if we started to have funds for people with chronic illness and that are going through all of these continual financial challenges right uh can you talk to us about um asking for help because I hate doing that. Uh, I, I really, really hate it. Um, but I keep this, uh, this eight and a half by 11 sheet of paper, uh, in a, a special place in my house and on it, uh, are all of the people that were going to cook meals for my husband and I after my, my, uh, daughter was born because my mm-hmm. postpartum issues were so severe that I just could not get it together. And I hated mm-hmm. myself for that. And I, because I like to be the one that's taking the meals to people. I don't want to be the right. one getting them. Uh, but that sheet of paper reminds me that I need help. And that mm-hmm. there was a time when I needed it, and I don't even remember. I don't even know how they knew <laughs> to do that. I don't, looking back on it, that's but, awesome. But they did, and that it's just I, it's an it's an important thing to me. It's hard to ask for help. It is so hard. I grew up very independent, and I think one of the things God used this 
journey of chronic illness to teach me is that I need him and I need other people. And that's what the church is about. We are the body of Christ. We need each other. But we get, especially in America, we have this, you know, Lone Ranger uh, mentality that we have to do it on our own and be strong. Dina Dyer is with us. Yeah. Um, Dina, uh, let me also ask you about friends that you've had. I'm sure that because you have these uh, illnesses, you've met people, whether it's at a doctor's office or in a support group or at church or whatever. Um, How are you able to help people? And I'm, I'm just guessing that in your case, like everyone else's case, when you reach out to try to help somebody else, it does make you feel better. Oh, definitely. You know, I think research has shown that when you volunteer, it really does lift your own spirits. And for me, God's been able to use my journey and my illnesses to teach me empathy and compassion. And Scripture teaches that, too, that when we receive comfort from God, we can give it to others. So I've been able to send people notes and talk to them on the phone or bring them meals and really come around other people in a very um, supportive way because I've been given that support just like you have been. Mm. So, yeah, it's been a really wonderful thing for me to change and become less independent and more dependent. Dina, go back and talk about the invisibility thing. I mean, I think Mm -hmm. a lot of people are at church on Sunday, you know, I mean – Everyone's doing their thing, right? And so mm-hmm. I think for a lot of guys, especially, you know, we tend to be clueless about things. Women are much more tuned into this than guys are. So the invisibility thing, what is it? What's a tool? I mean, is it just interaction? Is it just conversation that we can peel back that invisibility? Mm. Wow, that's a great question. I would say that I would hope that we could get beyond the surface level conversations in our churches. We're also busy, and I know sometimes on Sunday mornings or whenever we're there, we're rushing from activity to activity. But if you can look in people's eyes and learn to notice, you can almost tell when people are hurting and struggling. And you can always just say, are you really okay? Or come around, you know, if there's somebody you know that knows that person, ask if they're doing okay. I think encourage them that you're there for them and and there are, there are support groups we could start in our churches. There's a whole national organization called Chronic Joy. Huh. Has- Dean, you there? Yes, I'm here. Oh, good. Oh, sorry, we lost you for a minute. Wait, the organization called Chronic Joy? Yes, and they have tools that you could use to start a support group in your church and invite people. And if you know one person with chronic illness, I bet, like Kathy was saying, they know other people mm. with chronic illness, and then you could start that group and encourage they could encourage each other. That's really good. Dina, uh, before you leave us, talk about yourself, uh, contact information, your writing, anything people could be interested in to, to know more about you and to engage. Thank you. Well, I write um, a lot on Instagram and Facebook, just Dina Dyer or Dina Dyer Author. And I have a lot of resources for weary women and weary people at my website, which is just dinadyer.com, D-E-N-A-D-Y-E-R. Very good. Wow. Well, it's really good to connect again, Dina. Thanks for sharing part of your story. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Pleasure's been ours. dinadyer.com. We've been talking about chronic illness. We'll step away for just a few minutes. We come back. It's our daily feature. 
Does this make sense? What's next? In theaters, August 25th. I'm one of the best hitters you're ever going to see. The true inspirational story about family and faith. Briarcliff Entertainment's The Hill. They said he will never walk and he ran. How many miracles do you need? Starring Dennis Quaid. You can't play baseball. God's going to give you a higher calling. You seen this? Major League trials. You're going to paralyze him. It's all stacked against me. The Hill. I cannot do this alone. Rated PG. In theaters, August 25th. Get tickets now. Inflation is pushing up the cost of just about everything but life insurance actually costs less today than it did a few years ago now is the time to get the insurance you need call select quote and we'll help you save more than 50 percent on term life insurance you can get up to two million dollars in same day coverage with no medical exam call select quote at 1-800-646-9595 or go to selectquote.com now that's 1-800-646-9595 full details on example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials I think we can all agree that every moment at Eden shaped us and impacted who we are right now. The faith modeled by teachers at Eden Christian Academy has a profound impact on students' lives. We carry with us more than the academics, but a strong, Christ-centered foundation. I would just like to thank my teachers, my mentors, my family members, and my friends who have done the best they could to help me in this next phase of my life. Eden Christian Academy, enrolling pre-K through 12th grade at EdenChristianAcademy.org. Junction Center Productions presents Colton Dixon and Jordan Belize Love and Light Tour. November 19th, Greensburg, Pennsylvania at Word of Life Church. Colton Dixon and Jordan Belize Love and Light Tour. Sponsored by Compassion International. One night, two artists, all your favorite songs. Get your tickets at JunctionCenterProductions.com. There's nothing harder than losing someone we love. When the loss is sudden, our faith is tested. In his book, Seasons of Sorrow, Christian blogger Tim Challies documents his family's journey after the death of his son. He takes us through the first year with a vulnerable openness about how his family dealt with grief and how they found comfort in the gospel. Request Seasons of Sorrow at truthforlife.org slash donate. We are everywhere. On your radio at 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh at wordfm.com, the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. I adopted Bento in 2010 from a shelter. This cat makes me make art. He's always motivating me to draw pictures of him. He just is motivating artistically. He's my best friend, but a lot of people know him as Keyboard Cat. Keyboard Cat, YouTube star and shelter pet. Amazing adoption stories start in shelters. Start yours today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. We'll see clear to partly cloudy skies for tonight. Expect a nighttime low of 61. Sunshine and patchy clouds tomorrow with a thunder shower in spots in the afternoon. Tomorrow will reach a high of 81. Becoming cloudy tomorrow night with a low of 65. Mostly cloudy Thursday and humid with a couple of showers and a thunderstorm will reach a high Thursday of 77. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Does what make sense? Spaghetti. <laughs> and by spaghetti, 
I mean just spaghetti. You mean the noodle? Just the noodle. Just spaghetti. Mm-hmm. Does that does that noodle make sense? Mm-hmm. Well, growing up, I thought spaghetti was the only noodle. Right, as did I. But then, of course, you introduced to all these different other noodles. However, I still like spaghetti. I like the action of rolling on your fork with your spoon mm-hmm. and the little chunk there. Yeah? Yeah, plus it holds the sauce very well. So, yeah, I believe, from my limited perspective, that spaghetti makes perfect sense. Mm. Oh, <laughs> I heard that. Hmm. I do think you're wrong about that, What? John. You don't yeah. think spaghetti makes sense? Why. Let's aim higher. What? Let's think oh. better thoughts. What are you saying? Look, you go into your you most basic me. grocery store, mm-hmm. and you've got noodle options. Yeah, sure. Like stretching from east to west. But you have to have a standard. You have to have a baseline. Okay. Spaghetti's so, okay, the baseline. So, so if that's the baseline, yeah. let's not stay on the baseline. I'm not it saying It doesn't make any to. sense anymore. No, 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 it makes perfect no, sense. I think we have evolved as a culture mm-hmm. beyond spaghetti. I feel like spaghetti's now a thing of the past. Beautiful. No, it has I not. I, I do think we have. I feel like now we've had spaghetti. We uh, we appreciated what it did for us in the past. Uh oh, spaghetti. But now we've moved on. Now we have farfalle. Now we have linguine. Now we have angel hair. Now we have whatever it is. Yeah. You can pick. You, spaghetti. No, it's it's it used to make sense. Now, really, I'm sorry, it just doesn't anymore. You're never doing spaghetti again. I'm never doing it. Never again. doing spaghetti. I'm, I'm, I'm leaving it behind. I feel sad. Really, I, I feel good about it, John. I think spaghetti makes sense. All right, does this make sense? Rent to own. Oh. I mean, you see that all the time, right? Sure. Oh, here, here's a house. Here's a Rent TV. Rent to own. Oh, the stores? Yep. That's big business, isn't mm-hmm. it? Rent to own. Generally, you so it's see... it's kind of like layaway, but you're wearing it. Mm-hmm. Now, I've never done this. I believe it's just bad fiscal policy. Because you look, I think... Mostly those stores are in lower income communities. And so you get sucked into something. You're probably paying more, much more than the the, the piece itself. Right. But on the other hand, if you can't afford it a little bit a month, then you can't afford it. Yeah. But the problem is that with all of your little bits per month, you're just going to keep paying. And then just like you said, you get to a certain point, you you just could have bought it. Right. If you would have just gotten a loan from a bank... You could have been further ahead. Maybe. You'd be p- making payments on your loan, and you'd be good to go. Rent to own, John, doesn't make sense. Unless you're renting spaghetti, spaghetti? and it makes perfect sense. No, it doesn't. Rent the to spaghetti, spaghetti doesn't make sense. Huh. You know why? Because there are better options. Hmm. 101.5 WORD. Imagine going to Paris and not visiting the Eiffel Tower or traveling to Rome and avoiding the Colosseum. You'd be missing those cities' main attractions. In a similar way, many Christians read Jesus' parables yet miss the main ideas. So how can you make sure you don't make that mistake? Find out in John MacArthur's study, Stories with Purpose, on Grace to You. This is John MacArthur inviting you to listen to Grace to You every weekday morning at 7 a.m. on 101.5 Word FM. If you're a business owner, imagine getting up to 20 $26,000 per employee. There's still time for business owners to file for the Employee Retention Tax Credit Program. This program is for business owners who continue to pay their W-2 employees during the COVID pandemic. Many businesses qualify and simply do not know it. All business types and industries may qualify. You can claim the credit even if you received a PPP loan. This is a cash payment and not a loan and can be claimed now. The licensed CPAs and tax professionals at DH Tax and Consulting
Consulting have been serving business owners across the country for over 15 years. The best part is that until you receive your cash payment, you don't pay us a dime. Our tax credit specialists are available now at 833-ERC-FILE. And your tax payment estimate is quick, easy, and free. That's 833-ERC-FILE to qualify you and your business for up to $26,000 per W-2 employee for free federal aid. Call us now at 833-ERC-FILE. That's 833-ERC-FILE. They are our love bugs and companions. They are our pets, our family, and they make life better. When we face unexpected challenges, so do our pets. That's why we're on a mission to support people and their pets. Whether donating a bag of kibble, sharing an Instagram post of a lost cat, or welcoming a foster pet into your home, every bit of kindness counts. Visit petsandpeopletogether.org to learn how to be a helper in your community. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. Parents, are you tired of helping put your kids' shoes on? They're squirming, watching cartoons, anything but helping. Luckily, it's Skechers to the rescue. Introducing new hands-free Skechers slip-ins. Footwear you can just get your kids to step into and their shoes are on. You don't need to bend over. You don't need to sit on the floor and try to wrangle them on. And they're available in all types of Skechers styles with and without laces. And most are machine washable. Find Skechers slip-ins for kids or mom and dad at a Skechers store, Skechers.com, or wherever stylish shoes are sold. Reports of new state requirements for PA public school teachers have many parents concerned about racial equity learning resources in the classroom to gender and identity politics. Now may be a great time to try Christian education, a faith-focused education that believes in transparency, parents, and that values every student. Get half off a year's tuition beginning this fall at a participating school near you, like Pittsburgh Christian Academy in West Mifflin. Learn more at wordfm.com slash tuitions. Pittsburgh Christian Schools, education that believes in you. Once a year, I end up in a cow milking contest against my will. I mean, because I spent most of my growing up years either in the North Hills of Pittsburgh or in Oakland. Where there aren't a lot of cows. Right, in the suburbs. Limited exposure to a barnyard animal of any sort, really. And so my skills are less than zero. Now, wait a second, because in your office, there is a cow milking crown. Yeah, I did. I did. You are the milk queen. I did. Yeah, I did get that. Uh, But I I believe that was given to me like an ironic sort of gift. Right. Yeah. Uh, the person who has uh, beat me in every single one of our uh, meetups is Pat O'Brien. He's here in the studio today, not to talk about cow milking, but to talk about, of course, something a little more valuable than that. Pat O'Brien is the Executive Vice President and Chief Credit Officer at Dollar Bank. Pat, we're so happy to see you here. I am honored to be with you today, Kathy and John as well. Always a pleasure. Wonderful. Now, do you feel sorry for all the times that you have, you know, beat me in the cow milking contest? Now, Kathy, you say that I've be- beaten you, but uh, again, as John said, you've got the crown, you've got the trophy, I you've do got have all the, the hardware. You do. All the hardware is but in you your know, office. But you know one of those things, uh, like everybody on the team gets a trophy? It just it? makes you hate yourself a little. <laughs> I think that's where I am really? when it comes to it. I just think I'd, yeah, I think we need to be more transparent next year and just say what's what. Well, Pat, I mean, we see you. You come in now. You, you look great. You pinstripe suit, beautiful tie, that's white not shirt. What he looks like when he's like trying to milk the cow. <laughs> no, it's it's kind of like Superman in the phone booth. Yeah. Right? <laughs> 
I appreciate that. I, I've always viewed myself as a banker by day and a farmer by night and on the weekends. Uh, people that know me in my suit and my pinstripes, they get really confused when they see me in my Carhartts <laughs> and vice versa. Uh, but I am very, uh, very comfortable in both. The good Lord has blessed me with an opportunity uh, to have a professional career yeah. as well as have a career the way I grew up on a farm. That's Fabulous. Awesome. Okay, growing up on a farm. Let's talk about that. Um, it's sort of a passing thing in America. You are like a, a fading generation. Family farms are used to be the heartbeat of us, but now it's become sort of agri-farm. Yeah, very true. And in uh, southwestern Pennsylvania, when I was growing up, um, John, you and I are of a similar vintage. Uh, and uh, during that time, um, uh, five kids on a dairy farm in Lone Pine, Pennsylvania, Every other farm was a dairy farm. Uh, many families made their living uh, off of the farm. And it was just a wonderful way to grow up with brothers and sisters, mom mm -hmm. and dad, uh, real wholesome. Kind Everybody of working together? Mm -hmm. We did. We fought a little bit along the way, but uh, sure. for the most part, we worked well together. What time did you wake up? Uh, my dad, he was early riser, he was up at five, and then he would prod the, the kids up during the morning. So six, six thirty. Did uh, you have chores you had to do before school when you were growing up? Uh, we did have some, yes. Yeah, we didn't do all of the chores, but we were over there helping my dad get the day started. Fabulous. And your oh. father ran the farm for how long? Oh, boy, it was uh, well over 50 years. Wow. Yes. Yeah. So what was that like um, when he was an older man and saw all of his five kids? Um, there's a there's a, a you've ascended to some sort of level here, Pat. I mean, running a bank. I mean, that's one thing. He had to be super proud of you. Well, uh, he uh, was most proud, I think, when we we're all gathered around the uh, dinner table or all over milking the cows together. Uh, he, he was he was proud of what we all accomplished professionally in our lives. But uh, he most enjoyed us being together. Fabulous. I'm sure he was proud of you as a man of faith as well. Talk about that. Uh, yeah, was he's that a believer? Yeah, was that part of your family lineage? Uh, very much so. Yeah, We were uh, born and raised Roman Catholic, uh, but our, our parents knew the Lord. And uh, that was really their uh, their guide and their compass mm. in their lives and uh, had us at church regularly. John, I know uh, you you uh, were raised somewhat similar I as was, well. Yeah. And uh, it was just a wonderful way to grow up. Uh, the Lord was part of every day that we were together. Excellent. Okay, so uh, as you're raised together prayer is a big part of it all right we're praying together as a family regularly you've taken this pat that prayer family church family and now community family you're part of something the 10 mile valley community prayer breakfast it's an annual event you're here to talk to us about that it is. It's our second year, and we're really excited about it. Uh, our church, the Bethlehem Lutheran Church from Scenery Hill, Pennsylvania, runs a, uh, a an outreach mission in Mariana, Pennsylvania. We've been doing it for 15 years. Uh, uh, my wife, Chris, my lovely wife, Chris, is very active in that, as our church is as well. Uh, but it's really a community uh, of a group working together. It's the body of Christ coming together. Many churches are represented. Uh, we take in donations, uh, we organize them, and people in need are able to come in and, and, and uh, take advantage of those free of charge. Mm. Uh, it's housewares, it's clothing, it's food. We have a really profound food ministry now, and we wanted to take that a step further uh, and really take prayer out to the community uh, and to, to engage more people in what we do at the mission uh, and really to uplift and pray for our local 
local community, most specifically uh, for the local school district, the Bethlehem Center School District. Mm. Now, now that's your school district. That's my alma mater, 1979. Mm. Excellent. I love it. You could sing us the song. I'm sure you could. I could. Um, so what type, it's a farming community largely? Uh, yes. Uh, really, as we were growing up, uh, if you went to Beth Center, your dad was either a farmer or a coal miner and many times both. Okay. Mm-hmm. Beth All Center. Right. I think Swissfeld played Beth Center in football. You know that. Yes, yes, very much so. Mm-hmm. Uh, a big rivalry. Uh, Best Center uh, in the day was, and still is a very competitive school in, in its athletic programs. Pat, uh, for years, Kath and I have been the MCs at the Greater Pittsburgh Community Leaders Prayer Breakfast. Which is here in the city. And I say that only because we have a bird's eye view, which I love this. And of course, we're, we're in church on Sunday, like a lot of people are. But there's something about being on a sort of a, a lifted stage and you're in a room full of people, some people that you know, other people are total strangers, and it comes time to pray. And in that room, there are hundreds and hundreds of people together. Who are all different from all different walks of life, parts of the city, ages, backgrounds. It's so incredibly powerful and beautiful. Whenever this happens at, at our prayer breakfast, the lights are dim and people are have their, their heads bowed, and there is this soft sort of quilts of murmuring of gentle prayer that's going on i mean the first time i saw it i mean you wanted to burst out crying it's so beautiful yeah talk about that and the experience in the second annual 10 mile valley community prayer breakfast i'm sure you've had that there oh the holy spirit's presence is definitely felt when when the body of christ comes together like that last year uh we gathered in the parking lot with a a tent we set up for uh admittedly we were expecting 100 150 people uh by the time the morning came there were 350 people there that we had to uh to feed and um fed by the spring house a good friend of uh, word fm and uh, of us in uh uh in the uh a 10 mile valley group and as we came together that morning uh, we had music first uh, just wonderful uh, gospel spiritual music uh, kind of set the tone and, and welcomed the holy spirit then we had a wonderful meal obviously uh, we had prayer uh, we had uh, a, a, a group from the uh, both the chorus and the band from the high school young people uh, provided music that oh, morning that and then uh, we honored the school district if you can imagine you're just coming out of the pandemic uh, school teachers are stressed and strained from all of the hard work of trying to figure out how to educate people online, sometimes in the class, sometimes online. So we wanted to really rally around the teachers, the administrators, the cafeteria workers, uh, and pray for them and really lift them up and honor them. And we gave them the award, Love God, uh, Love Your School Award, and uh, it just lifted uh, lifted them up. up. And then we capped it uh, with a keynote speech by Doug Lee uh, from Waynesburg University, which is also my alma mater. It was uh, a, a just a wonderful morning. Uh, the Holy Spirit's presence was there. We as a community uh, rallied around the school district and prayed for them that day. As a wow. community. Yeah. And so now it's time to do it again. It is. It is. So, this so, year, so, so much of a success the first time that it's happening again coming up right in early September. September the 9th, uh, Saturday morning, uh, 8 a.m. 
uh, and we'll kick off with uh, more wonderful music from Devin Johnson. Devin founded the band Rough Creek a number of years ago. He's a 1993 graduate of Beth Center. Mm -hmm. Rough Creek is a very popular country band in the area. A lot of people know it. He's a wonderful Christian man. His voice will resonate Mm -hmm. up and down the 10 Mile Valley uh, for sure. Uh, From there, another wonderful Springhouse Breakfast. Uh, And then this year, we're really focused on praying for students at the school. So we're working very hard to get as many students from the high school and the junior high and the grade school to come out because just like we rallied around the district as a whole last year and teachers in particular this year we want to rally around students there are a lot of challenges in our public school system right now and we want them to know the lord uh, we want to pray for them we want to honor them and uh, lift them up this year mm. outstanding so Sounds the prayer good. breakfast open to anybody people are hearing the sound of your voice right now you think uh, i've never been to a prayer breakfast uh, i'd be interested in going yeah, we, we'd uh, love to have anybody come because when the body of Christ gets together and prays, uh, the Holy Spirit will be present and people mm-hmm. will be lifted up. So um, uh, anybody is welcome to come. It's only $20 for the breakfast, uh, $200 for a table of 10. And uh, to contact uh, me to make that registration, uh, my uh, my number is 412-480-6733. Uh, you can call, you can text uh, uh, to sign up to come, and uh, it will be a special morning. Uh, we have two other keynote speakers that morning as well. Uh, if I may, Please. Uh, yeah, go uh, ahead. Uh, Dr. Kelly Hunt, 1985 graduate of Bethlehem Center, still lives in the district, is the um, uh, runs the Small Business Administration for all of Western Pennsylvania. Many of you out listening may know Kelly during the uh, PPP program, oh, yeah. uh, uh, the uh, Payment Protection Program during COVID. She was the spokesperson for that program in all the, the Pittsburgh markets. So she's very well known, uh, and she is a, a, a person of faith, a believer in Christ. Uh, she'll share her uh, testimony on being a Best Center graduate, a successful person out in the business world, but mostly as a Christian. What an example for our students to see and hear about. Amen. Followed by Xander Shashura, Director of Finance at UPMC, a 2010 graduate of Bethlehem Center. Oh, wow. Also Associate Pastor at Calvary Chapel, South Pittsburgh. Uh, He also will be a keynote speaker for the morning. Again, uh, Best Center graduate, successful out in the business world, a strong Christian person. Again, what a what an example for our students to see. Wow, that is really a wonderful, wonderful lineup. Yeah, and yeah. I just love how community-centered it is. That's really great. Um, listen, Pat O'Brien's phone number, I'm going to give it out again. It's 412-480-6733. So that's if people have questions, they want the, to register, or how Questions, that register. Okay. Uh, also my email, pat at patobrienconsulting.com. Dot com. Uh, reach out to me in any way. I'd be happy to answer questions. Certainly happen, happy to welcome anybody to come to the breakfast. Mostly, I'm asking for prayer. We want to saturate the, this breakfast with prayer, and we know if that happens, the Holy Spirit will bless that mm-hmm. morning. Amen That's for sure. Amen. That's for sure. Pat, good okay. to see you. Yeah. Uh, let me just break in and say you can reserve a seat, 20 bucks, table of 10 for 200 Make checks payable. We can talk about that when you talk to Pat O'Brien. Uh, 412-480-6733 or pat at patobrienconsulting.com. Pat, Thank we you, love Pat. you. So Thank good you. to see you. So great to be with uh-huh. you, Bob. You as well. The 10 Mile Valley Community Prayer Breakfast coming up Saturday, September 9th, 8 o'clock. As you said, uh, reach out to Pat Bryan, 412-480-6733. It sounds really cool.
Best Center. Big Best Center proud. Yeah. Best Center Bulldogs. So this is a radio ad, and I wanted to tell a story that proves that sometimes bad moments can often lead to good moments or opportunities. But my story was about 30 minutes, so instead, here's the headline. Loving family's beach vacation is ruined by a flaming lasagna and nephew vomiting on gate agent, only to be saved by the most meaningful staycation ever. It's Ryan from United Faith Mortgage, and bad creating some good is exactly what we're seeing right now. Interest rates are not great, but they have finally brought home prices down, at least for a bit, creating an opportunity which is why we're seeing thousands of listeners across the country looking to buy the new home now because the price is forever with the plan to refinance the rate tomorrow when rates settle. If that's you, please know that we have a direct lender advantage that can often save you lifelong money. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Mortgage Corp. Melbourne, New York. And a listener 1330. That's the Department of Banking and Securities. Mortgage lender license 22672. If you've been praying for healing, this may be your moment. Billy Burke of Billy Burke World Outreach returns to Pittsburgh August 13th and 14th. Get ready for a transformative spiritual experience like none other and witness an evening of healing and divine encounters with renowned evangelist Billy Burke at the Doubletree by Hilton in Cranberry, 7 p.m. Sunday, August 13th, 10 a.m. and 7 p.m. Monday, August 14th. Come expecting a miracle. Details at BillyBurke.org. One in ten people you'll pass today are food insecure, many of them children. Your donation to Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank will directly help feed over 700 kids a day through summer and after-school programs across Allegheny County. And through their partnership with hundreds of schools and community organizations all over Western PA, you'll help to increase access to free meals for kids year-round. Visit pittsburghfoodbank.org today to donate or become a volunteer. pittsburghfoodbank.org. I think we can all agree that every moment at Eden shaped us and impacted who we are right now. The faith modeled by teachers at Eden Christian Academy has a profound impact on students' lives. We carry with us more than the academics, but a strong, Christ-centered foundation. I would just like to thank my teachers, my mentors, my family members, and my friends who have done the best they could to help me in this next phase of my life. Eden Christian Academy, enrolling pre-K through 12th grade at EdenChristianAcademy.org. Friday, August 18th, join Word FM aboard the Gateway Clippers Empress. It's our Faith and Family Dinner Cruise. From 6.30 to 9, enjoy a special night out for families, couples, and groups of friends. Featuring a fantastic dinner buffet, music, and stunning views of the city skyline. The Ride Homes John and Kathy will be your cruise directors for this amazing night. But don't miss the boat. Last year's event completely sold out. Reserve now at wordfm.com slash dinnercruise. Okay, uh, just a reminder, Kath and I are setting sail. Uh, just the two of us. Next Friday. It's not just the two of us. Next Friday evening at 6.30 mm-hmm. on the shores of the Mon. That's right. The Gateway Clipper uh, Cruise, mm-hmm. uh, Word FM, the cruise. And yes. we'll be there as your, um, what? We're not really the captain. We can't be the captain. You don't think? No. <laughs> <laughs> we better not be the captain since we know Quickly nothing about boats. Run aground. Yeah, we're your host for the evening. Yes, we'll be your host for the evening. Yeah. We'll stand on the gangplank and welcome you in. Mm-hmm. And uh, it'll be a fun night together. Yeah, as you've been thinking about this, because you've heard, I'm sure, the, the commercials uh, on the air. The there spots. are just a few tickets left. Yeah. So, uh, again... It's a beautiful night out. Uh, we've done this a couple of times before. And for a couple, for like a special evening, 
it's fairly inexpensive. It really is. So you've been sitting on the fence, you think, because we, we've got to tell uh, the Gateway Clipper people, hey, we're going to shut this down. X number of people are going to be there. So there's just like, it's just like a just, day or so here. Right, and there's just a few, like I said, tickets left so that we're completely sold out. Yeah. We would love for you to be there. If you've never done it, you should. Yeah. If you've already done it, you should come back. It's fun. Yeah, we really we laugh a lot. And we sure do. If you have any questions about the show, you want to talk to us about whatever, we hang out on the uh, what do you call it? The deck on the top, and yeah, like we, we talked to a ton of people. Right. Uh, was it last year we did uh, a live version of uh, this or that? Yeah. We did somebody? Uh, sure. Why not? Okay. A quick one. I feel like you got me in trouble that time. I did? No, no, I did not. <laughs> oh, wait. Uh, just the way the ball bounced, <laughs> wait, my friend. I, I was yes, hoping to did. get you in trouble. Yes, you were. And then I ended up uh-huh. the one in trouble. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's why you should be kinder to others. Well, I mean, because there I was like totally clueless. Oh, I'm, okay. I, I, actually, I sort of thought, Kath, this is a bad idea. And you yeah. were like, no, 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 no. It's, it's fine. It's a good idea because I was tr- going to try to give it to you. Yep. And then it came and found its little way back to your house. Oh. Very nice was, indeed. That was public shaming is what it was. It sure was. Well, anyway, if you'd like to see this type of uh, public shaming, just come and join oh, us on the game. Oh, wordfm.com. Somebody called you. So, yeah, someone called me and left me a message on my voicemail. Call them back. Um, thanks. Please, yeah, I'll try to get on it. But there. you don't. Have, but please don't call my voicemail because I'm not the head of ticketing. Uh, please just go to wordfm.com Wait, call my voicemail. and get and get your tickets there. Wordfm.com. Anyway, that's us for this evening. We covered a lot of ground here today, yes. did we not? Yes, we did. Yeah. But yeah. thanks as always. We really appreciate your presence here. We do not take you for granted at all. And uh, thanks for coming along. Let's go, Bucks. Yeah, let's go, Bucks. Have yourself a great night and uh, say your prayers. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group. This is Albert Mowler for townhall.com. What in the world is going on in Israel? Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, Israel's longest-serving leader, led the... Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.